Thanks for tuning in to the Ska Dads Podcast. This is our Supernova Draft episode. We will be drafting our favorite bands that are playing the Supernova Ska Festival happening in Hampton, Virginia, just over a week from today on September 17th. Uh, they will be live streaming the event, so if you're interested, make sure you sign up for that live stream on their Kickstarter and we're going to pick some of our favorite ska bands on this So this episode. is the list of all the bands that are playing in the order they're playing. I think this should be pretty much accurate. What we're doing today is doing our fantasy supernova draft. First of all, let's, let's introduce our, our guest for the day. The only non-ska dad, but even though he is a ska puppy dad, Mr. Mike. <laughs> What's up, AJ? What's up, Scott? Hi, bud. Hi, bud. What's going on? Hey, it's going to be a dad mm-hmm. somewhere, though. We don't know for sure. I mean, you yeah, never know. Yeah, that's all up in the air. Well, being <laughs> illegitimate, having illegitimate children, I don't know if that makes you a dad. It just makes you... I mean, it makes you a shitty dad. <laughs> Good it point. Could be a Good point. Dad. That, that, could, that could very well be. All right. <clears throat> so, jumping into our episode tonight. So, tonight... We are doing a fantasy supernova draft. So since it's supernova season and it's also fantasy football season, we decided to combine two things that are very Scott dad. Yeah. So, so the idea of a draft, uh, so we're going to pick bands from this lineup of supernova this year. So the supernova 2021 lineup, pick it in kind of like a draft NFL fashion. Uh, you can so so I guess the idea um, is it kind of works the same way as a as a um, fantasy football draft, except it's with the ska bands. Yeah, okay, but so in a fantasy football world, you would you know watch a game. People would and correct me if I'm wrong. I have no idea what football works like, but people score, make points, and things, and then that adds up to whatever your players, you know. Make on the okay, so the, so the winner the winner of this uh, supernova um, draft will be the the lineup. Whoever picks the bands that gets the most votes after the episode's posted. So after the episode, we're gonna when we post the episode, we're gonna have a little survey, and people are gonna vote on your lineup, Ryan's lineup, uh, AJ's lineup, and my lineup. And whoever gets the most votes as the best lineup is gonna win this little uh, fantasy draft. And, and what do we got? What's the, what's the prize? Yeah, what is the prize? Bragging rights? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> okay, so if we're all hanging out in the next week or so, uh, somebody's buying a round or three of drinks. What if you, if you win, you have to buy all the drinks? No, that's, that's, that's not how it works. <laughs> it should be everyone buys you drinks if you win, right? Like, right. That's theoretically not true. thing is like you have somebody wear a dress, like the loser wear a dress. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the stakes of this are not that big. This is a freaking think, supernova ska fantasy draft. Well, let's go big. Let's let's raise the stakes here. Yeah. I mean, All right. You know what? With, with you three, I can see it. Yeah. If someone might have to porky pig it, you know? I think there's got to be no pants involved for the loser or something. Like running oh. in the street without pants on? <laughs> Yeah, not in my neighborhood. Right. Not in my neighborhood. <laughs> you can go to I'm already in like I'm either beloved right now or hated because of this giant skeleton. So how about the hey, loser in the DD for the weekend? Oh, that sounds terrible. 
Uh, <laughs> that's actually a punishment. That we... <laughs> not the point. <laughs> so, okay, hold up a second, because I don't think people, AJ, like, you have to imagine that not everyone that's watch, listening to this is your friend. Tell us about this giant skeleton of yours. I think he disappeared. I, <laughs> I guess he, he just... He's frozen. Really not that into it, just... Yeah. Okay, well, we can ignore AJ in general. Um, I'm here. That's fine. Oh, you're here. Yeah. There you are. Oh, there's your background. You're actually in your apartment. See, AJ AJ seems to be switching between... No. It's like house, house. Sorry, house. House. I had to go from the Death Star Bridge to home real fast. Gotcha. Okay. So, sorry. I don't mean to take us off track here, but... Kind of All right, so let me, let me sum everything up. So there are 30 bands that are playing at Supernova, broken up into three days. What we're doing today is we're going to go in the order that we've uh, predefined, which was through a random generator, and make our picks of the band we want to pick for our first pick, our second pick, and our third pick, which will be like our big bands, then two support bands, and then round six will be our like kind of fantasy pick of any band you could have play at the festival uh, from any genre, any timeline, and that would be your fantasy pick. So, so, so and, and real quick, and you're going to pick and just give a quick explanation why you picked that band, right? Oh, I didn't realize there was a fantasy. So wait, this is any genre? I feel like that is like, you know. Well, ska related or ska adjacent. Okay, ska adjacent. All right, let's put some. We're not going to say Prince or hey, like David Bowie. Dude, if I had Prince play my fantasy thing, yeah, this shit would be like, I would win, right? It'd be like a million people. Yeah, I wouldn't care Supernova. about the rest of the bands, anyways. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't even need a fundraiser after Supernova if I had Prince play. <laughs> would be hawking shirts or records or something, too. Anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be scalping tickets. All right. So jumping in, our order for this uh, draft is Ryan's going first, Mike's going second, I'm going third, Bob's going fourth. We're going to do the, the normal draft route of it goes first person to last person, and then you go backwards, last person gets the first pick of the second round, and all the way down. So, so, Ryan, so for, round, for round two, I go first, and we go in reverse. Yep. Yep. So it goes Ryan, Mike, AJ, Bob, then Bob, AJ, Mike, Ryan. So, all right. AJ, while, doing... while, people, while people pick, can you maybe cross out the band's name or something? That's why I have spreadsheets handy. Okay. okay. Or I'll probably just highlight in a different color. Yeah, why are those highlighted? Those are his picks. Uh, the ones that we those are the bands that. that I'm going to see. The rest of them are the bands I don't really care to see. Um, we're editing that part out, just so you know. Um, okay. and this is this is this is just the bands that I really haven't seen before, or just want to hang out with again. I was going to say, I was like, there's not a whole lot of uh, highlight there's some, there, AJ. I see a highlight <laughs> <at> podcast. <laughs> I see a highlight that's I want to question about on like row fifteen, but I guess okay. This I'm trying to be a supportive <laughs> friend, okay? Okay. What is wrong with being a supportive friend, okay? All right. I, so there's, yeah, I don't know what that's like. None of my friends are supportive. <laughs> True. No one likes you. Okay. All right. So are we starting? Sure. Yeah. All right. First pick up on the board is for Ryan and his primary headliner. 
All right, the fan I most want to see would be. I'm going to go with Hepcat. Of course, you did. Yeah, I mean, that's, of course. That's a easy pick, in my opinion. Uh, the main reason is I have never seen Hepcat live, and I would love to have the opportunity to see them live. And they're probably one of my top favorite bands that are in the ska genre that are modern. I mean, let's be real. They're like arguably the best. Yeah, I mean, it's an easy pick. And, and also, I mean, they've had a pretty interesting journey playing Supernova too, right? Like first they were playing Ride Fest and they had to drop out of Supernova and then due to some people, I think, harassing them, uh, they ended up getting back on the bill, right? Uh, yeah, I guess I guess there was some drama involved, which, make, which makes a good story. So, <laughs> wait, what? So sorry, I, I don't, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to plug anybody else's podcast, but some of our friends over at another podcast did an uh, interview with Alex Azair, and um, well, not Alex Azair. Oh, my brain's not working. Greg Lee. Greg Lee. Greg Lee. So our friends over at that podcast did an interview with Greg Lee and got the the scoop on it. And it was interesting, and it's kind of literally to your point, like, people were bugging them and talking trash to them, saying, you're not coming, this is why we were coming, and that kind of got them back on board. But I mean, like, so you have to figure, all those guys are flying out from what? Are they flying all out from California? That is a hell of a thing to, to do during a pandemic. They're also doing Riot Fest the weekend before, so they're going L.A., Chicago, back to L.A., then to Northern Virginia. Well, we're not well, Virginia. You know, you know, if if like COVID really gets to the ska scene, it could be like a death blow. Like, I don't Boy, think we out. have that many musicians left <laughs> that we can risk having them fly around the country. And this it's all the like same a, musicians in a lot of the bands, right? Like, so dude. both of these bands are going to have at least a bass player or a drummer in another band. Straight up. <laughs> all right. So... So so wait so now Ryan do you just make all of your picks or you, you no, just no, all, no. all the good all the good uh, songs and then we'll no. come in here and then just get the dregs and hope that like we do all right no so Ryan was pick one your pick two I'm pick three Bob's pick four and then Bob will pick up he'll be pick five Bobby pick six you'll be seven and then Ryan will be eight. All right, just so you know, I am a big fan of the there are no stupid questions, so you will hear stupid questions. That's fine. Uh, you're stupid, so you're going to ask stupid questions. <laughs> okay, you know, it's hard because part of part of the decision-making here is, like, you need to think of not what you want to hear, but what, like, all these people that listen to Scott nowadays, what they're going to vote for. Who cares what people want? This is your do you, think, do you think? Do you think people have bad taste? Is that is that what you're saying? I don't think my taste aligns with theirs. Can I say it that way? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I didn't even know we were friends. With so him. basically, what he just said is he has better taste than ninety nine point nine percent of the ska scene, and he doesn't like them. I mean, I didn't say that. I implied that. So that they're two different things. But but but, but surely, like I don't I don't know. Like you know, we all started listening to ska when we were fucking kids, and you know, I even played. I played in the ska band for a while, and. What's Scott band? I didn't really know a ton of the other bands that we played with or what, like, you know, was going on. I'm just, I don't know. I never really got back into it the same way that I think a lot of other people have. And I, I love seeing the old bands, but there are new bands on here that have gotten traction, right? That people are yeah. going to be like, yo, that's the one I want to go see. And I don't know. 
So, you know, uh, some of the shit I say is probably going to sound dated as fuck. Um, and I'm trying to think of, like, who on here would really, like, you know, have everyone show up for them. Pink two is really gonna, easy. If you screw this up, I'm going to be mad at you. What? This is such an easy pick. It's pick three where it I gets would, hard. I mean, it's okay. So it's like between like the slackers, right? Because everyone okay, fucking sure. loves the slackers. And everyone wants to go see the slackers. But everyone's seen the slackers, right? And I wonder if it's more like a mustard plug. You know what I mean? But do I have to pick from the headliners? You can no, pick you can. any band on this list. Yeah, All right. Well, I'm going to go with the slackers because that, I'm sure one of you guys wanted to pick that. So I'm just going to take slackers. There you go. Good pick. Good pick. The Stop slackers the are playing, I think, two every or three night. potentially nights now. So. Every night. Yeah. Well, every night. I'm very surprised at his pick. So. I didn't see that coming. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, know, while I'm probably... closing out the slackers in 15 different places. Yep, yep. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta hit the highlighter. I think you missed one. No. Oh, no, I didn't. I got all three of them. I know, I know. It's just, uh, you're, you're so, all right so my pick you know is easy i'll let you guys make my pick for me you know exactly who i'm picking it's the pie tasters um, of course oh yeah and they're actually the headliners of the headlining day right yeah and again it, it's a supernova tradition where the pie tasters always are the last man on the last night because they've been there since day one and they'll be there for the last one yeah I mean, I sure hope so. Um, they don't have very far to go, so if they can't make it to Supernova, man, I would just feel after everybody else is flying from all over the country. Isn't this one guy flying from Canada, Danny Rebel? Uh, Danny Rebel actually is not going to be making it this year. Um, Canadian Visa Authority uh, apparently has not come through yet, so we'll wait to see what happens. Ah, the visa. That's like the... Uh, nowadays, it's like the one thing that you're like, didn't even think about. You're like, oh yeah, didn't catch COVID, da 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 and then it's like, no, actually his visa didn't come through. Canada is a different country. It's funny, a Ringdings visa came through super easy, apparently. Anyway, I, I won't get into it. It's either that or Matamosca is from Mexico. No, Matamosca from California. Matamosca is from LA, baby. Yeah. Okay. Eastside. Are, are, you, are, you, are you LA now, homie? Are you LA? No, I don't know if I'm LA now, but it definitely drives people nuts. So I try and shove it in. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to correct myself. Adhesive, Adhesivo is from El Salvador. El Salvador. El Salvador. Um, okay. So, yes, there we go. Fine. Very close, close country. Yeah. Um, but anyway, well, we got, we got the slackers are gone. We got the Hepcats gone. We got the pie tasters. Bob, what are you left with? I'm kind of, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just going to take it back to like what I know. And everyone's saying like, you know, when it comes to Scott, it's like foundation artists. You never know like when the last opportunity you will have to see like a foundation artist. So it's pretty simple. I think with my number one, around one pick of a headliner, you don't have a Scott festival, an authentic Scott festival without, um, you know, the creators of, of the music we call ska uh the ska they're, they're also the you know this is something people don't talk about right they were the first band i think to have ska in their name and be a ska band how many i would have to ch- kind of check that i'm not sure if that's 100 accurate we'll have to like, do some research on this one i want to wait wait so let's look down this list how many ska how many bands with the word ska in them are in are in this we have mephiscopheles 
Bim Scala Bim. Yeah. Uh, of course, the Scatolites. Matamoska. Some Scaban. All right. Well, that's five. Not many. It's not the whole lineup. That's not a whole. You know, I would have guessed there would be more. I guess this is a sign that, or these are old bands. Maybe I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. But anyway, noteworthy. Look at that. Their influence is showing in the the list. That's how important they are, right? I'm liking it. All right, Bob. Well, goes back to you. What is your next pick for your first support headliner? Yeah, I'm going to kind of go down the lineup a little bit, I think, for this. Because uh, looking at the other bands here, could go one way, could go that way. Some of the bands that are playing like later in the evening, I don't know. I don't know if they'll have the same bulk as some of the other bands that are playing earlier. So I think I'm going to go with probably one of the hottest uh, newer bands that have that Scott label uh, from Philadelphia, Catbite. Oh, I was gonna go for that. Yeah, they're on they're on bad times record. They're on bad times records, and they just had their second LP uh, drop, and everyone's talking about them. And they put on a great live show. I've seen them a few times in uh, DC when they played. Uh, I've saw seen them at Supernova, I believe, too. Catbite. I'm gonna go. With I will wow. say um, I actually saw them recently. They killed it. And if they bring in, I think, Esteban on keys again, it lets Britney focus on some vocals. And they absolutely killed it at the show that I went to, even with shitty sound by a crackhead sound guy. Sorry, Rob. Well, uh, oh, yeah, I heard that was a good show. And yeah, it's like, it's it's weird. Esteban, uh, I know him from the Study 45s, and mm-hmm. he's, you know, seems like he is just all over the ska scene right now i keep He's seeing him with play. it's everybody yeah and uh yeah so that's cool to see him like flying all the way to the east coast or driving out there or whatever he was doing um but yeah i mean how many i guess he's another one of these it's like you can run up and down this list and wonder how many different sets he's playing i know there's definitely two in here right probably cat by no per, no i think he's playing with like two bands every night oh my yeah. god that's nuts all right all right so coming back to me so this is where I get kind of stuck. Do I want to go close to my heart with a local band that I, I want to see? Do I go with that band that I talk about and play at every barbecue at my house and have mentioned on every podcast we've done? Or do I go just for a wild card? And and you I know, hold just, on. Before you make your pick too, AJ, I just want to remind you that AJ is the only one of us that's actually going to Supernova. So one of the... <laughs> Someone's listening right now. <laughs> Someone's got to represent band. Scott at the Supernova. And he hold on, let me finish. And he doesn't pick your band, then you can totally shit talk AJ throughout your whole set, being like, "Fuck you, AJ. You didn't pick me for the Scott the Scott Dads uh, fantasy draft." So, so no pressure with this pick, AJ. Hey, all bands, please do that. Anyways, it boosts my ego so goddamn much. You have no idea. Yeah, the best thing you could do is completely ignore AJ's <laughs> presence at Supernova. Like, uh, just ghost the shit out of him. What was your decision? So that being said, I'm going to go with Mustard Plug because they're that band that I talk about all the time and I'm getting flicked off right now by Mike. It's okay. It, it, it's just a band that has just like 20 years of history with me. I picked it from one of our, our other podcasts when we were doing uh, some of our favorite albums. And it's a band that I, 
I haven't seen it in a really long time, so it's just one of those things of, you know what, it'd be cool to relive your youth and listen to Mustard Plug. Hopefully they're they're still good. Yeah, I'm just looking at our picks so far, and it seems like, you know, experience is kind of reigning supreme at, like, Supernova. It's not even a lot of new or up-and-coming groups here. Like, like I think I have the youngest, newest group in my my picks already, but uh, it's interesting how... I mean... It's cool to see some of these bands sort of coming through and playing these ska festivals again. I mean, I would I was I would have shot for for Mustard Plug too as my as my supporting act. I think you know even if you're not really into them, like nowadays, I probably wouldn't be listening to Mustard Plug unless I'm stuck in AJ's backyard. He's got Mr. Smiley on repeat, which is torturous. But like. <laughs> 20 years old too, right? Like it's like old yeah, album. Yeah, like everyone here has run across that band and liked the song or two of theirs at the very least. Like I used to love that band, so it's the kind of thing at a festival. It's also low stakes, right? It's like oh shit, I want to go see them. That's fucking rad. I mean, so but that also leaves me in a shitty position because I don't. There's know. a lot of great bands there where they want to go kind of the classic style, yeah, or some I'm of the some of the, the big new bands. I mean, there's two bands on there right now. That if you guys don't pick in the next two picks, I'll be very disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I was going to shoot for, like, Stop the Presses, you know? I think that they, but maybe they're a little further down the line. Sorry, not to diss them, but maybe they're, like, you know, one below this. I mean, who... They're, who, they're a third-round pick, not a second-round pick. Yeah, exactly, right? So you got to throw <laughs> one of those guys in there. But, like, I'm going to say, I don't know. There's the Toasters, of course, like, people, I don't know. Do people even listen to them really anymore? I was just listening to Recriminations yesterday and a couple of some of those early songs. And I was like, dude, why, why don't they go back to doing this 80s style thing and just be like almost two Tony again? That shit would be awesome with all the high energy stuff there is now. But, you know, what do I know about? Because it makes too much sense. Oh, I know that would make too much sense, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Shit, I'm going to say, dude, guys, this is a hard one. Um, why don't I shoot for the pilfers? For the classic pilfers. That is a good pick. I actually got to see them again recently with that show with Catbite. And as always, Coolies is the man on the mic and killing it always. Plus, if you guys don't know, Cooley Ranks is also the official MC of Supernova Weekend. Oh, that's awesome. Didn't Bob I'm super stoked for that. So when I'm when I moved to the Baltimore area, what in like two thousand two or something, we Cooley used to play out there a lot. Was he living in that area? No, he would travel down from New York a lot. I think he was playing with a band that was in Pennsylvania or like New Jersey and they were more it was more accessible for them to get shows in like Baltimore and DC all the time. Yeah, because it seemed like you know if like even like the to- I think we saw the toasters play one time and he was in the area and he like jumped on stage and played like dub 56 and a couple of those like choice tracks with them. Do you yeah. remember that Ryan? Probably wasted. Okay. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> of I course mean, not. I remember seeing the, the toasters a lot in the early 2000s. Uh, huh? Am I yeah. yeah. Ryan, pick number two for you. I want to go with uh, King Jenga. 
Nice. And a few years ago, King Django reformed uh, the Stubborn All-Stars and they played Supernova. So you never know um, with yeah. the King Django band, you never know like if he's going to play a couple Skinner Box tunes. I, I, that's um, why I picked him because he has such a large, uh, I guess, discography, a large uh, book of music to choose from. So I think uh, be a fun co-headliner. Yeah. And they're like, going to be backed by local DC legends, Eastern Standard Time, who are all amazing musicians. Even better. Oh, Django's backing him. I was going to say, I was like, man, you have so many other bands that are playing that. Oh, sorry. I said ring ding. My bad. Oh. Yeah. King, King Django, homie. Um, like, I, I mean, there's what the sleep got the slackers on here. Sammy K there's all these guys that like, I know, know each other. Right. And I'm like wondering like, okay, who's Django going to have back in him? Cause that also makes a huge difference, you know? Yeah. He has, he has a band he plays with in New Jersey and he tours with here and there. Um, so I assume it would be his usual guys, but you never know. I'm sure some other people from supernova will, will play. I'm sure Dr. Ringding will come up on a tune at least, you know, definitely. I'm, the band is usually his set be full. like uh, toned down a little bit slim, but they always sound great when I see them. I'd be happy. All right. Sounds good. So then circling back, Ryan, you get pick number three. Round three, pick one. Go headliner. I will go with... You, you know, we just spotted. We just talked about it. Uh, Dr. Ring Ding with Easter Standard Time. I think that's just the ring ding. And these selections are really showing our age here, guys. I know, right? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a- it's like <laughs> it's like outside of Cat Bite, like I've seen most of these bands for at least 15 years. I mean, a lot of these, some of these bands, I just don't know. Um, I've, I've heard of Cat Bite. I know I've. I've been hearing a lot about Stop the Presses, and I think they would probably be uh, pretty energized in terms of uh, put on show, but I don't think they're co-headliners uh, ready yet. Give them like a year or two. All right, sounds good. All right, Mike, you are up for round three, your pick. My, my pick at round three. Uh, so, hmm. I mean, I think for me, and if this is like we're sticking to the story and we're just going to be like, yo, what are the, the, the good bands from like my time? Um, I'm going to jump on Mephiscopheles just because they've been active the last couple of years. I saw them at the uh, Rock and Roll Hotel a few years back, like, and they were just, they were so tight. Like, they sounded perfect. It was like no time had passed between Bumblebee Tuna and now. Yeah, uh, they apparently actually recently played uh, Muddy Roots Festival, and everything I've heard coming out from that is they are still as tight as ever. Yeah, I've seen them a few times in the last couple of years when they've come down to the East Coast to do these quick tours. And they still, what's amazing too, like the lineup, um, you know, some of the original members have left, like Bren Dog, um, but you know, like the the singer, the sta- main staples of the band have kind of stayed intact. Um, some of the horn, pl- they've shared some horn players with Hub City and Inspector Seven throughout the years. So it's like a big party um, of recognizing certain people when they when they play because um, they bring in some some older. Some of the guys are in the scooter scene. Even they bring in to play with. Them. So 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam. Um, Adam X. Yep, Adam X, old Soul Runner. Boop, boop. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> we don't like the Soul Runners. I love the Soul Runners. <laughs> I love them too. They were like the party animals in the scooter scene back in the day. Um, Not anymore. Yeah, well, we got. Yeah, well, we used to get along real, real fun. Yeah, them. they're they're all ska dads as well in their own ways. Prescribed yeah, ska granddads at this point, but okay. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. All right, all right, cool. So this is me, and just the options that I have here from like bands that I'm friends with that I love, bands that I want to see. I'm picking one of the best bands I think that's out there right now. Um, I think their their recordings that they put out in the last few years have been amazing, and I'm going with the Loving Poppers. Solid. I think they're probably the band. I'm most excited to see that's not like a headliner because I think they're one of the tightest bands. They sound amazing and they just put out killer records. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely my favorite band in the DC area. That's like by lot by far. They're just, they're, they're awesome. Um, and I think they've been getting a lot of airplay on the UK. They are, they're releasing some stuff on that happy people label. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, isn't that, so is that one of the guys from, um, shit, what is this, what is the band that he's in? It's like an old UK band. I know exactly. Pam International, there you go. There you go. Pama International. Yeah, Pama International. Yeah, that band is great. Um, And it's cool that they're like releasing all kinds of stuff. I guess there's, they have a stateside like version of their label now. So, you know, I'm sure that we'll see a lot more um, pressings and stuff like that coming out from like these guys poppers sounds good my turn now no it goes to bob bob last pick of round three so this might come as a little shock because um this band even though they've been around forever their their singer is actually not gonna make the supernova scott vessel he's been on the he's been on one of our previous episodes dan vitelli so the thing is i think they're like a sleeper pick for the festival i want to go with bim scala bim and what's interesting about the lineup that we're going to have with bim scala bim at the festival is they're bringing in like a singer from a detroit-based ska band gangster fun this guy john bunkley and he's actually he just did this really awesome album with uh, some other ska musicians but it's more of like a soul record um and he's he released it it's called sunshine and chocolate it's on it's on Bandcamp. but the album is really amazing and the dude um the guitar player from the pressure uh that pittsburgh um ska scooter band that we talked about in a previous episode yeah, eric, eric mazarak right yeah the guitar player from that band he um he's on this album I think it's. I think some of the other people on the album are members of like the Tell the Tellaways. I want to say they're they're yeah Tellaways. I'm. I yeah. think yeah yeah. That's his. That's yeah. his band out there, right? Yeah. So so Bim Scala Bim though. I think with this guest singer, even though Dan isn't isn't going to be with them because um, he can't, couldn't make it to Supernova due to some like COVID related issues, but. Um, John Buckley is going to be awesome to see. And even though I'm not going to be at the festival this year, I'm going to stream it um, and watch from home. I'm looking forward to kind of catching Bim Scholar Bim's uh, um, set to see uh, what they pull in and just how amazing uh, they are in the festival. So, yeah. 
All right, sounds good. All right, round four. Bob, what is your first pick on round four? Okay, and then I'm going I'm going a little old school with this. Um, they they have not played. I'm not sure how their set's going to be, but they have members of uh, Eastern Standard Time and um, um, some other DC Scott veterans, but I'm looking forward to hearing the skunks, and it's really sad about, you know, what happened to Eric um, Morgan, you know, in the last year um, of his passing, and he was a big, he was like the heart and soul of the band, the skunks, but I think you know, them doing this set of Supernova is going to be a good uh, send away for Eric. And uh, yeah, I, I, I've never seen the skunks. I never saw them. I had their records, had their seven inch, had all their moon releases. So super excited that they're still playing and I'm sure they'll, they're, they're going to, their sets is going to be like a, a good mix of the old, that old school, like ska and goofiness that, that we heard from the skunks in the past. So who, who, who all is in that lineup? I mean, there's guys from East EST that were in that band. Is it mostly original? Yeah. I'm not sure who, who's, I think it's the original lineup, but I, th- I think it's like, they're going to share drumming duties. Cause I think it was James and another guy uh, from Eric's current project that played drums. Um, in, the, the current band he was in, I can't think of their name right now. So Spice Boys. The Spice Boys, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spice Boys. All right. So I think the next pick comes to me. And this is where I'm kind of in a another conundrum. Do I want to go with a band that I very much enjoy or a band that I've never seen or a band that's up and coming. One of the bands I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen and I really want to see is uh, the Dendrites from uh, Denver. I think they're a talented killer band. They write great music. So I'm definitely going to throw them um, on one of my support lines. So Cool. Alright. Alright. Back to you, Mike. Round I, I'm gonna four. go for that for stop the presses because they are like all over the internet and they seem like they're touring a lot. Um, and while like that may be a strike against them, because it's like maybe people are like, oh I just saw them. It could also work in their favor. I mean, maybe people are just really super interested in them. And they're good. They're very like, you know, third wave sounding. Um and I need a younger band on my list just to kind of balance things out. So that's the strategic move on my part. So we're going to go with that. Okay. Ryan, last pick around four. All right. All right. I'm like an old man just looking at it like a menu. Like, all right, what I want. <laughs> I'll take the soup. Oh, uh, let's see. I'm already in the groove. I don't change my ways. I'm going to go with each and standard time. Classic DC Scott. I like it. I'll change it up the next round. All right. Well, with that being said, that ends round four. That's so, really Ryan, like, look, looking at all these picks, though, you kind of have, kind of see some of these shows and lineups working. Some of them are just like a cluster of like noise i don't know so that's interesting <laughs> some of these lineups i see it working and some of them like yeah I, I see like a theme in one of them and I, I see like just like an all over the place and like one of them so yeah i don't know man like mine's actually pretty fucking awesome i'd be happy to yeah go. yeah i think ryan has the best <laughs> most balanced uh, lineup so far yeah yeah, yeah. It's because he got first pick, so that pretty much wins it automatically. I, I just went last. <laughs> just, 
<laughs> that was round four you at last. In round one, you were first. <laughs> one bad. I mean, Hepcat does make the festival, if you believe it or not. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. They're like the, the super headliner. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they should have been one that everybody gets. Yeah, but... That's not fantasy. That's not a fantasy sport. The thing is, I know, I know. I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out there. This is Scott Dad fantasy, okay? All right, Ryan, round five. You get the first pick of this round. All right, round five, round five. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Huh. Fucking A. I'm, I'm like stuck between three bands. And you know what? Curveball. I just said I was going to do a curveball. Fuck it. Uh, I choose monkey. Oh, I was going to choose monkey too, man. Yeah, I was. Hey, I, I definitely want to see them. I've never seen. Yeah, them. that's exactly. like that's the odd one. When I was looking at the lineup just the other day, I was like, "What the fuck are they doing there?" It, you know what I mean? It was just like, yeah. And I was, I was a little bummed out too that even when I was trying to go to the festival, I was like. One of the bands I definitely wanted to see was Monkey, and then I saw how early they were playing on Friday. I was like, Monkey, it's just one of the furthest from the, not not the furthest, I guess. I guess people that are coming from out of the country are having the furthest, but they're definitely coming from the opposite coast. Yeah, so. but they've just been around for like you know for a long time, and they just they just I don't think they've ever came this way, or I at least missed opportunity. And uh, they, they've never been like the biggest band or a very well-known band, but they've always just been kind of round and you, know, you get like one of those like, or, like 90 ska compilations. They're always on it. And, uh, and, yeah. they're, and they're kind of outsiders in the ska scene a little bit because they have a yeah. lot of pieces on uh, Asian man records rather than like some of the like more standard ska labels. You know, Asian man definitely has some uh, ska releases, but they're not the go-to ska label for most people. Well, even like in, in Asian Man's heyday too, they were kind of on the more traditional end of the the, the Asian Man Records catalog. Um, you know, you had a lot of like the like Link Eighties and those like ska punk bands. But something there was like what there was like um, I, I wouldn't even say the first Bruce Lee Band records were were in that vein. You know, like Monkey was definitely one of the ones that would show up, and you'd be like, oh yeah, you know, that's that's the third wave sound that wasn't totally like the sellout sound to me. Like it's sort of like the, the more traditional skink and pickle kind of thing. Yeah. I, I, well, even nowadays, like Asian man is definitely like more of the emo pop punk um, label, but they have bands like the abrupters that are on like Asian man now. And they're like, I, I they're sort of a traditional ish kind of sounding ska band and stuff, but the, the, you know, the, Sometimes they'll have those things because I, I don't know. I just think like Asian man just looks for variety rather than like sticking to one genre. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's, it's like Mike Park is really good about being kind of inclusive and progressive about things. And I think that part of that, you know, plays out in who are the bands that he chooses. So it's like the label just kind of grows. It's almost like, Oh cool. This is what's I've, I've, I've run across. It's really interesting. I'm going to start throwing that into the mix. You know, that's how they ran across. Oh, I guess, Alkaline Trio, that that was kind of like a slapstick like uh, evolution thing. So that, but, 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 I, I like Alkaline Trio for what they are. So, but I mean, it also like is like if I, if I guess on his end, like financially, he was probably like fucking a. I'm so glad I put that out, even though it wasn't a ska record. You know, 
Yeah. All right, moving along. Oh, it's me again, right? All right, Mike, you are pick two of round five. Fuck my. All right. Well, this is this is yeah. We're we're down to slim pickings. I'm gonna go with though. I'm gonna go with another. I'm gonna throw another young band in there, Matamosca. I said that like a total like fucking white boy, Matamosca. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, just because again, I think another hot act that's playing. Oh, sorry, excuse my my dog who's coughing up along. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I I see that again. I don't know who they are. They're so they're from LA. Um, they're like a kind of like a Chicano ska punk band. Um, really, they've been playing around a lot, and it seems like you know in the ska punk scene which we, you know, I knew look at our lists and we don't have a lot of representation from that on our selections. So I figured, you know, it makes sense to throw something Scott Punk in there because man, that's like really, they're really hot right now. Um, and yeah, they, they, who played, talking. they played Supernova though in the past though, too. They, they've uh, played two years ago. Um, yeah, you're they right. Put on a great, a great show. They had more energy than probably any other band on that, on the stage they played um, at that festival. Yep. Yep. All right, so that's yeah, that's why I chose that. Hand it over to AJ. So we're down to bands that either I've already seen a bunch of times, bands I've seen a lot of times, and there's I think maybe three bands on here that I have never seen. One of them I don't really care to because they have one song that I want to see. Other band is a band that's kind of a a supernova specific original style thing. Rude Girl Review. So this is an all-star band of members of some of the best bands out there. It's Jenny from Hub City, Marsha from uh, Bocat. There's something, uh, Kristen from the Scotch Bonnets, Jade from the Scotch Bonnets. There's a bunch of other local players and it's just this big amalgamation of great talented female artists across a bunch of different genres. And, Word on the street is they've got a bunch of original songs they're doing, a bunch of covers, and they've got so many different voices in the band where you, I don't know what I'm going to hear. I don't know what songs I'm going to hear. Would it be a traditional style with a softer feminine voice or an in-your-face voice? And it's just a lot of different things that, you know what, it'd be interesting to see, and I'm kind of excited for it. And they even have members of another Scott podcast too, right, like in the lineup. Yeah, so uh, uh, Brittany from Capite's in it. I think uh, Tara from Half Bass 2 is in it. Uh, Tara Kish from Checkered Cast is in it. Um, I'm, I know I'm forgetting someone. Please don't kill me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You, you just said earlier we couldn't promote other podcasts, and then you just you just ran in a, a plug for the Checkered Cast, right? So hold on. Okay, well, I take that promotion? back. So, so we can't promote HornPod. We okay. The checker cast. Oh, right? you, you said it. You said it. Fine. <laughs> Tara from another competing podcast. So yo, I love this. I love this uh this beef between podcasts. Can we like really dial that up, please? We, we can beep it out too. Yeah. Oh, we should beep it out. That's so good. Yeah, that's a good I one. will just fight anybody from any other podcast. Come find me at Supernova. We'll do podcast beefs in real life. There we go. That's how we do it. AJ's going to be by himself, though. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, yeah, okay, so I think Hornpub, neither of the guys are coming. Um, 
both of the the ladies over at Checkered Cast are coming, and then I just I, I just prefer to have like I just prefer to have like I'm pretty old school in my uh, fighting techniques. I just like to have fights on like message boards. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? That's yeah. I mean, I that's, the that's good old days of a good uh, long drawn out message board uh, battle. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's like one of the most ska things you could do, right? Is to just bicker with somebody online. I think yeah. that, you know. That is ska. That is what ska is these days, right? Yeah. I was about to say. I've been, I've been, I've been getting <laughs> bickering arguments with that message is a boards for day like a decade, boy. though. Like, I've been doing it for so long. It's a modern day rude boy, you know, that just uh, goes online. And uh, <laughs> for, for our, our DC locals, oh, the though, fear right? board. The fear board was the greatest thing ever. Uh, yeah, I, I grew up on the fear board, man. Like, there were so many people, people you don't ever meet that just post like random stuff. And fear.com was nothing but just trash. <laughs> Do you want to explain what a message board was for the, the younger listeners? <laughs> for the what's 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 the uh what's that generation called now? The um Zillennials. Millennials, whatever, like, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess you have to look it up on the interwebs and figure out what a message board was, but it was like, you know, just places you could post online websites you go to where you post, you know, things for shows and you can look it up on TikTok, looking for musicians <laughs> and, uh, and just articles. People used to post articles. It used to be like a, like it was a virtual bulletin board. Okay. Go look up what a bulletin board is. I yeah. was being facetious, but thank you for <laughs> Thank you for actually defining and describing what a message board was. That's I awesome. mean, there are people that don't know what message boards are, probably, that might be listening. We, we, our um, target audience for this podcast is, like, from zero to, like, 99. And, and you know, I want to also add that, like, you know, the thing is that, you know, so a message board originally was that thing that you would see out in places and you would put, like, you know, you tack your, your, your flyer to it. You know, maybe you put a message on it. Um, so, you know, as that, as that sort of evolved into a the digital age, board, right? right? What's it again? A bulletin board, right? Oh, a bulletin That's what board. I just said. You bulletin board, then virtual bulletin boards. So, I mean, I, I think of, I think of some of that stuff too, is go back as far as like IRC, like, which is probably like predates mm-hmm. everyone here, but yeah, that, that's before our time. Yeah. Um, no, I, I use IRC and then you got like soul, soul seat chats and then Napster and all that stuff. Those were the days, huh? Those mm-hmm. were the days. <sighs> All right, moving on now. Bob, you are now the last pick of round five. Yeah, I think... I, this All right, there you surprise. go. I'm surprised this person wasn't grabbed up. Uh, throughout quarantine, this person was kind of doing a lot of, like, uh, live streams and everything. Um, he's the one-man ska band, um, Mr. Chris Murray. And... Um, the man that Shame never stops person. doing music. Yeah, Mike could have picked the Slackers and Chris Murray, and they could have done a set together. But uh, his lineup's definitely going to miss one of those pieces. Oh shit! Could that have been? Uh, that would have been like, yeah, that would have been the trick. Shit! Hey, can I change mine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ryan actually could have changed. Ryan, Chris Murray would have fit on Ryan's uh, lineup. Yeah, too. I could have just added him. Yeah. You could have just done Ring Ding and Eastern Standard Time and Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, yeah, we we could change that in uh, post production too, right? Just, no. All right. So before we move on, do we want to do a round six or not? Yeah, let's do one more round. Yeah, one more round. 
All right, so round six, Bob, you're back up on the board. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going local, Maryland, D.C., Virginia um, uh, area. I'm going to, I don't know. Hold on. I, I, might, I might change my mind now. Hold on. Because <laughs> I could also go to the West Coast. Let's see the lineup. We have the Skylights, Capite, Bim, Scholar, Bim. Almost everyone's from the East Coast except for Chris Murray. Um, yeah, I don't know. So this is like the support act. I don't know. It's, it's a super, super known as an international Scott festival, right? So you want to rep, have as much representation. So I think I'm just going to go to the West. I was going to do local East coast, but I think like, you know, this is, I want my festival lineup to obviously beat everyone else's here. So I have to kind of go further out, I think. So I'm going to change mine to uh bucko nine. I saw them years ago. Um, and also, I mean, like they're one of those ska punk bands, but they also got some radio play crossover. They put on a great show. I, I saw, I saw, literally saw them years and years and years ago at a, like a free show, and they were freaking amazing. Like I, you know, I know they're known for some of their covers, like a Joe Jackson cover on the Man, um, My Street. You know, got a lot of radio play, but some of their other material is pretty damn good. So I think they're going to be. You know, definitely a band to see on Supernova this year, and and they don't get over here that much, so I think that they make they kind of round up round out my lineup so far. Do you think that people still like know them? I mean, maybe yeah. The dude, the dude was on the dude was on Taylor's um, that ska documentary um, he made. He put out ska in the nineties. Yeah, the ska in the nineties. So so. They might actually have some fans coming just to see them because of their appearance in that document. How many people outside of the Scossing people do you think watch that documentary, Bob? I don't know. It was on Amazon Prime. I'd have to look at the statistics. I'm sure. I'm sure there are people. But I'm just saying. I want metrics. I want hard metrics before you start making these kinds of assumptions. I don't know. I think you're just jealous because I picked them before you did. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. there's, There's a little bit of that as well. I mean, I'm just going to say, I really only want to see one song of theirs, and then it would bounce. <laughs> That's what I was like. Earlier, I was trying to think of more than one of their songs, and I couldn't off the top of my head. Now that you were like, oh yeah, the Joe Jackson cover is up it's, it's literally just my town. It reminds me of sitting at the pub in D.C. drinking beer, and then I'm done. I'm moving on. Hey, you give me a peace of mind that can't... What is it? What, is it? what are the lyrics? I don't even hey, remember it. Hey, Come on, and then I'll remember it. Give me a peace of mind that can't be beat. Give me a piece of my town, my street. Give me a piece of my town. You you guys are all terrible singers. Jesus Christ. Okay, moving on. So, all right, last round, my pick. And this is this is hard because there's a band that I could pick that I'm I'm really good friends with. I love seeing them. There's a band I could pick that I've never seen before that's never been to the East Coast or one of the hotter Latin American bands. And sorry guys, I'm gonna pick uh, Adhesivo. Um, I think they're a very talented band. Uh, They're a band that you don't get to see that often, them coming from El Salvador. So I wanted to just say, you know, add a a little bit of Latin American culture to mine because mine's uh, lacking a little bit of culture here. Yeah, I definitely see that. Can I add one thing, AJ, too? They, they've actually messaged us and sent us songs on our Instagram page. So. Yeah. 
I, I, I feel like we should definitely, um, yeah, that's great. You added them. <laughs> All right, Mikey, back to you. Your last pick. All right. Uh, my last pick. So I just kind of picked some ska band, but not, not like some ska band. So I hate you so much. Why, why do you hate me? Okay. So <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm there's a, a lot of quality left on this board, but, Mike, if, if you're not sure who to make, we can, we can help you. No, I'm, I'm so I'm torn between a couple. Cause I think like, as far as like, there's Mr. Kingpin who has been promoting the living shit out of his stuff. Right. And I guess he played with, what was his other band? Rude King. Yeah. He played with King. Like, like three years ago. So like, I feel like he has a present. Doesn't he have a podcast too, that he does too. So like, God, Jesus Christ. We pr- we're promoting everyone's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no more podcasts. I'm, I'm, I'm we'll just say fun. shout out Johnny Brubble. He's a good man. I just, okay. I just don't, I don't, I don't hear them shouting us out. So I almost feel like you can't shout any other podcast out unless they shout you out. All right. Well, how's about this? Whatever podcast that is, fucking sucks. All right. And he can come out to LA and he can fucking fight me. All right. Uh, or I'll see you at Supernova, Johnny Bravo. It's yeah. a call out. John, Johnny Bravo. I'll fight you for the belt. Isn't that the the Cartoon Network? Uh huh, uh huh. That guy with the the blonde hair, kind of pompadour, yeah. kind of yeah. yeah but you, you're not gonna be able to fight that guy, dude. That guy's like buff. He's gonna kick your ass. I'm sure he can fight anybody. What's he gonna be hey, AJ can at least try, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm glad he puts the effort into it. Really, that's that that is what matters. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go. So I was going to go between him or Bocat, who I think, you know, a lot of people are really into as well. I'm surprised uh, AJ didn't pick Bocat. He always talks about them. Yeah. And see, AJ is another one that's always talked about them. And I figure there's a lot more people like AJ than like me who are going to be like, I don't know. I'd like to see. Him. Um, so I'm going to go with Mr. Kingpin, though, just because to keep this moving. Not like this is a life or death situation here. Not like there are any yeah, consequences. A lot of strategy involved in this, though. Yeah. You got to dick your friends over. So you got to make sure you, you're thoughtful about that. It's kind of like a scuffle. All righty, then. Ryan, last pick for the day. All right. So I've been thinking about this, and uh, I'm going to choose the Players Band. And my reason is because um, I actually really enjoyed their, uh, their latest album, I think it was called like Scott Smorgasbord or something like that. Yes. Yeah. This is really good. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that record's actually really good. And I haven't heard it live yet. And so, you know, this is my show, my set. And so I choose them. All right. Local. So with that, we have completed the official Scott at Supernova fantasy draft. But what we kind of thought about would be cool is, all right, we've got a lot of big, great bands coming to this. If you had a fantasy pick, any band from any era in this musical genre, ska, reggae, rocksteady, anything related to that, what would be like a classic all-time fantasy band artist you would like to see at a festival to be your true headliner, um, for the entire festival. So let's take a, a minute to gestate on that. Think about it. Use that brain muscle of yours. And um, 
Ryan, I will toss it over to you. All right. First pick in fantasy land. Ah, oh, man, it's, it's, it's hard to confess, but uh, probably had to be the gay lads. Solid. What era? What, so what era of the gay lads would be performing? Ooh, uh, I'd probably do like 68 to 72, but like maybe like the... like Leslie Kong years? Try to think. I would have to look at each song and, and kind of figure out... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so TVD on that. It's fine. We're calling it the gay lads. That's a really good pick, though. I mean, I, I would think you would probably pick the Leslie Cotton era, right? Like the, the, the early stuff, right? Yeah, that's what I kind of pick. I would, I would, I would pick that. I mean, I like, I do like their rocks, their early ska, more boogie woogie stuff. But like, the Leslie Kong era stuff is like where all the harmonies are just super sharp and songs are fucking crushing it. I don't know, Ryan. Maybe you, you, you differ. Maybe you hate like my Jamaica girl, and maybe you hate like it's. All, I mean, maybe you're more of a hard to confess kind of guy. I am. And to, to be honest with you, uh, my Jamaican girl, kind of sick of that song. I'll be okay if you go to hear that song. Yeah, I remember an altercation with you involving that song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Bob, hey, Bob was there too. Was Wait, there. do tell. Do tell. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, I don't know if this is a podcast appropriate uh Thing. All right, fine. We'll move on. We'll keep this for the uh, the after hours. Yeah, part. yeah, this is for the yeah the other one. Uh, all right, Mikey. Moving on to you, man. What's your fantasy pick of all uh, uh, in the genre? So like, it's this was another one of those where I was like, oh, do I go with like an old school act? Like, do I want to see you know Ken Booth in his prime? You know, with like the right backing band or like the Hippie Boys or or what? But then I was like, okay, well, if I was like. The bands that like I don't know would be fitting for this festival would also be like really exciting to see and especially like sort of the '90s kind of uh, bend that some of this stuff has. I feel like that's what's cool about Supernova is that they're they're like bands from like the Moon Records era type stuff that, that come through. So my pick would be um, Isaac Green and the Scholars. Ooh, ooh, yep. Just because I, I don't see how they would be reforming. I think it's like, oh, that's a really hard one. They, maybe they've played like once yeah, again. They, they got together like a couple years, like three years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was it. Like since they, they, they broke up and then they hadn't done anything. And then it was like, they did that and that was it. That's an interesting pick. I did not expect you to go with that. Kind of threw me for a curve there. I thought he was going to go with the coasters. Actually, I was thinking about doing like their original, like one of the original lineups or having a multi-generational lineup with some of the members of New York Scott Jazz Ensemble as its hosters. Like I could see that working like really well. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, Because I mean, that's the the toasters. Like you can't you can't argue that they're not important. Right. As a band, like they are the ones that pretty much originated it. And, yeah, and how, how badass would it be to have 50 horn players that have played with the toaster <laughs> playing Matt Davis at the end of their set? Like, that would be... Jesus. It would be a two-hour, like, horn... And it would be, like, a two-hour version of Matt Davis, and it would work. It would be, people would be eating that shit up, you know? Yeah, it'd be the, like, uh, the wall... The Phil Spector wall of sound of ska. Every horn player that's ever played a show, like, like I mean, you know, Adam Birch, uh, who's already on the lineup, Sledge, 
uh, all the dudes in New York Scott Jazz Ensemble, Jeff Ritchie from Control This. Oh my God. I mean, like, um, yeah, I can, you could probably go a li- the list, the list, you could definitely get 50 horn players up. So are you, is that, is that your pick then? Are you going for No, no, I, no, that's not my pick. I'm saying that would be an awesome, that would, and then if you brought back the old singers, um, that would be even awesome. Oh, like, yeah. It would be cooler ranks. Didn't they have like a female bass player early on? Like, and that's what you hear in the, um, like, what's the, what's the fucking song? Uh, I mean, basically all the or the early shit with like the really yeah, awesome. Yeah, and actually, actually, thing. you can you can learn all about that stuff if you tune in to Mark Wasserman's podcast Kaboom, where he talks all about the old. He has an episode on the old Toasters lineup, and he goes through. Oh no, shit! That's awesome. I should actually check that out because I really, I really love her. Like, like they're like the bass playing in that is just sick. You know, it's just like very punky. You know. And it gives it lends this like unique sound to the toasters back then that like nowadays it sounds like um if I were to catch like a shitty blues act in the at the House of Blues or something like you know I don't know while I'm at Disney World um, playing that Scott great too that sounds like a good time yeah hope Rod Pingley doesn't listen to this I mean actually I hope he does and that he like hears this and then goes fuck man you're right I should actually play good music again you could change his course. For the better. Yeah. I, I I will be the voice of reason that finally like tips hey, him you, over the edge. He was dedicated set to you and all that. Like, you know, like I have changed because of this man. <laughs> that that one douchebag on that shitty podcast. As long as they write a song about me, you know, then I could I could die happy. So you need. All right then, moving along. So I am up for fantasy pick and I've had some time to think about this and I ran through every possible scenario and it was for me, it was just the artist that I've never seen that I've loved the most over the longest period of time. And for me, that's Prince Buster. I think he's had such musical output. I think you can also kind of cheat in saying not just the music that he put out, maybe the music he produced or the songs that he wrote and put out that were covered by other people. There's a million ways you could take this. And for me, it's just saying Prince Buster or anything related to Prince Buster. And I'm still cheating with that. Anything related to Prince Buster counts as well. You can't fucking do that. Yeah, but I'm saying any Prince Buster then, fine. Well, it would actually be a Prince Buster like tribute group. I mean, like you could pull his son in, I guess, and maybe do that because his son is still playing like Prince Buster. Are Are the gay lads around? Uh, I mean, kind of. I think BB BB Seaton is still around. BB Seaton still uh, plays. So I'm just saying, this is a fantasy pick. Yeah, but your fantasy. I mean, you, what's that? Your fantasy is what? It sucks. <laughs> there was no like stipulation. This person had to be alive. That's well, no. true. There wasn't. No, that's not what we're pissed off about. It's it's the scope of which that yeah. you decided this person gets the half. It's like saying I'm going to pick Blue Beat Records. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take. I mean, I picked song. I picked one artist, but he was he was a singer. He was a producer. I mean, my, my, his productions though. I mean, his production. Too late. You already said uh, Isaac Green the Scholar. So moving on. I'm just saying. I choose, I choose Studio One. <laughs> I was here to throw so he threw a curveball I threw that shit right back so for my pick I'm just going to choose the island of Jamaica 
<laughs> I just win everything. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to take any of the British colonies, England or the British colonies or former colonies. So that gives me the United States. All right. Fine, <laughs> fine, fine. Just no, Prince Buster. <laughs> and, you know, Prince Buster, his first two albums there are Prince Buster. I'm just saying his earlier recordings. Dude, it's, you know, things aren't black or white, man, with us. It's like, you know, you don't have to be like all or not. All right, fine. Moving on. Shut up. Bob, your, your pick now. I'm done with this. Yeah, so I'm, I'm the fantasy act that I'm going to pick here, this is like, I think this is going to seal the deal for my like lineup. It's going to put perfect, um, you know, ending to this. What is why people are going to choose mine over everyone else's here. Um, but I think I'm going to pick... And, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, I should have picked this when I say this band." But um, they were, they were, they were not only a ska band; they were kind of like a soul band. They experimented a little bit from originally uh, the Adjusters. So I think getting the, the group of people together and definitely spread out across the United States now. But I think like having them play or doing some kind of reunion show would just blow people's minds because I think. They're way more appreciated and liked now than they were like when they were around. Like, I don't think, I don't, I think they kind of flew under the radar for everyone until the band had broken up and became a thing. And, and even like some of the members we've talked about have influenced bands like the Agrolites and some bands on the West Coast. But I just think now everyone's like always talks about how great of a band they were, but no, not many people got a chance to see them. So I think they would. People would lose their shit over seeing a reunited adjusters lineup. I would definitely lose my shit. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, that's like the the, the fuck yeah man. They're like super lefty. Or they play Doo Soul and Scottwell. Like, so wait, what you what was the influence on the on the Agrolites with the adjusters? What's that? I think I think they, they got- shared members. Who was in the Agrolites? Wait, I for. We talked about this on one of, one of their episodes, but I believe the guy's name is Matt Parker. Huh. Um, I'm looking, I'm double checking my notes, but um, he played in like a, I believe he played with the Vessels a little bit. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I might be wrong. I think it was, I think it was a guitar player, or, I'm sorry, organ player for the Adjusters. Did some stuff, has done some stuff with some people in California. He was also involved in that house that did like a bunch of Christmas songs every year too, I want to say. Someone can't think of the name of that right now, but but yeah, he some of the members did play in some other groups in California, like after the band broke up. I didn't know that. Uh, I feel like the adjusters just kind of dissolved and it was like, okay, never hear from them again. I mean, that that's one of those yeah. bands that you know, what did they put out? They put out the first two albums and then the third one came like years later and it was like... Yeah, after they were broken up. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's really good, too. I think that's another underrated album, but it's like, it's not the same band almost, I feel like. Yeah, it's definitely a more studio album than a lot. At least Scott, if there's even Scott at all. Just a little, like, techno Scott or acid Scott, I think, but... Uh, yeah, some acid Scott there. All right, so... All right. Yeah, so after this episode, like definitely um, everyone's lineups will be uh, posted on a survey. I'm just going to take a quick picture of the lineup so I have it to make the survey. So it doesn't get edited. Um, I'll, I'll email it to you right now. Okay. 
I'm I'm pretty confident in my choices. I think yeah. Anyone have any final shit talk they'd like to do before we wrap up the episode about how your your lineups better than everyone else's? Yeah, I think all your lineups suck, and I hope they all lose. Personally, I don't care for any of these bands. <laughs> they all suck. And... <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so the person who wins is going to get like a Scott crown or something. Is that what we decided? Uh, you know, the king of Scott. What is a Scott crown? Is that like um, I don't know? What would a Scott crown be? Would it just be it's like a, a pork pie hat? It could be. Yeah. Hmm. Crowned king, rude boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to you get well, to be I, the I, rudest I of the rude. Like there should be some sort of punishment for the loser, but uh, we, we can discuss that later. Yeah. I don't know. You have to wear all trackers to dinner. (laughs) You go to a really nice restaurant. Go to like a super expensive restaurant. You have to pay for it and you have to wear like the full checkered suit. Well, actually, actually, no, you have to skank into like whenever you leave your seat to go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's really good. (laughs) (laughs) That that would pay the suit. Like, but you, you, there's so many opportunities for different kinds of skanking. You could do like the madness walk. You can do like the, the you Russian tone. You could do the Russian dance. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a form of skanking. Throwback, throwback for sure. Well, all right, gentlemen, it is late on a school and work night. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ska Dads podcast. Um, like we said previously on this episode, there will be a link. Uh, we would like you to vote. For whichever one of us pick the best lineup, we'll have our names with the bands we chose on the survey. Uh, feel free to fill it out. Vote as many times as you'd like. Um, definitely stack the deck, so make sure AJ loses. Um, but uh, thank you guys for tuning into this episode. We had a lot of fun. Um, hope everyone enjoys themselves at Supernova. I'm looking forward to checking out the live stream. And uh, yeah, thanks for all your support and for tuning in. Peace out.